and welcome back to Try Not To Die. I'm your DM, your disrespectful model, Noel Perito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola. Bill, Padre, Grayscale, and Kimon. All new friendships I must hone. Ooh! I think that there still is a chance for those friendships. You I certainly- could maybe get out of this with four new allies. I will tell you that Bill is one of the dead ones. Oh, uh, yes. Three I'm- new allies. <laughs> Um, no so, one liked Bill anyway. No one liked Bill. He was an asshole. Always, you know, brought many food into work. Microwaved <laughs> <laughs> fish. Um, okay, so you know, everyone, sit down in the safe space. Uh, let's get ready to reveal some secrets that we've been hiding. It's time for the recap. I'm so excited. Last time. Our hero took a moment to explain to Erza what was actually going on, officially revealing the shard and explaining that her newfound wild magic rage was because of something the naive magical rock did. The shard refused to apologize, claiming that it was a gift so she should be thanking him. But Erza wasn't feeling particularly grateful. Seeing she was overwhelmed, Zola gave her some space, again trying to talk some sense into the shard. Unfortunately, it seemed like the shard was perhaps taking some cues from Limburger, was the dream she had coming true? Or was the necromancer simply messing with her head? Once Erza was ready, the party settled down for bed, Erza still processing the massive shift in her life. The next few days of travel towards Anacris Horde and Zola's people in the north were an environmental tour of these semi-volcanic mountains. A tour! A tour! <laughs> As Erza described the geography and Anacris' fiery influence on it, the ground between the guide and Zola cracked open, spewing flame and magma into the air. Slightly singed, Zola managed to avoid the brunt of the damage, utilizing her Misty Step to teleport over the gap before it could tear open fully. The next encounter they faced in their travels was a hot spring pool that filled an entire chamber. When Erza explained that they were totally safe, the small party decided to take a dip. Hooray! Beach episode! Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> As they lounged, Zola spotted a small green kobold attempting to steal from them, whipping out a lightning lure to electrocute them before they could get away. Rip, potential NPC. Ugh. Slightly regretful, but at least... They- no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets at all, and glad they didn't lose their things. The group quickly packed up and headed back on the road, chatting about their plans to invade the Horde. Wanting to test the shard's abilities, the group tasked them with using their magic to make them all faster, but the shard was sadly unable to create any relevant effects. Feeling a bit useless, the shard tucked inside Zola's jacket and they forged on, hours later arriving at their first major stop, an abandoned dwarven keep nestled in the icy mountain peaks, essentially the halfway point for the journey. The group attempted to approach stealthily, but unfortunately Zola was spotted and fired upon, revealing that this abandoned keep was inhabited by the Chromatica, led by a white dragonborn who seemed to know Zola's pal Crystal. Launching an assault on the tower, the two quickly infiltrated and then charmed an unwise kobold, allowing them to gain passage to the very top of the tower where the white dragonborn was waiting. And that is where we are, right? Now, hmm, let me paint the scene, my friend. You are at the top of this ancient stone keep. The 30 or so foot wide hexagonal roof which you have walked upon is covered in snow and ice, with a small chest high ridge wall following the shape of the structure. 
Since you have killed one of the kobolds, the other five that followed you up here are at the edge of the stairwell behind you, like around 10 feet or so away, with the last one who was already up here standing beside their leader, Rhymeworm Burgice, this at least seven foot tall icy armored dragonborn gripping this large frost covered flail dangled at his side. He is about like 15 feet or so in front of you. You started this interaction under the guise of wanting to talk, but lurch forward when you saw an opening. However, the moment you make a move, five of the kobold sans the charmed one immediately see your hostile nature and tense up to act. Erza quickly draws her hammer and begins to snarl, and Rhymeworm narrows his blue eyes. Everybody here knows what's up. We're going to have to roll initiative. Let's go. Let's do this. Six. Six. Top of the round. As you rush forward, you hear a cracking noise like stepping on one of Stilton's toys, and you look down in time to see a transparent bubble-like sphere beginning to swell around you. Familiar to that time in the sewers beneath Aurelia, a bead of force planted so that you would step on it as a trigger. It appears Rhymeworm did not waste his turns waiting up here with his kobold assistant. Fuck. <laughs> because you started running, but you aren't far from Erta yet, both of you need to roll DC 15 dexterity saving throws. Okay. Nope. Five. Uh, five. Okay. Let's. Ooh. All right. No need to. Ooh. <laughs> Erza, no, no, I'm sorry. That wasn't for you. That was because oh, Erza also rolled bad and she well, had advantage because it's a deck save she can see. Um, we both just assumed he'd be dramatically staring out at us. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that he would just be waiting here. I feel like, like baddies do that all the time. Behind his back or something. He, he did not. Monologuing. He really just d- took advantage of the time. I did not think he would Honestly, do that. Honestly, good. Good time management. I'm known for that. <laughs> as uh, I'm being injured. <laughs> as Good time suddenly, management. <laughs> suddenly this sphere <laughs> circles around two of you. Um, you both take. That's not. We don't have to do that. Not necessarily. Hey, is he? Uh, is he doing damage to me? Um, this... ask, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> ask him if he maybe wanted to do it without damage. Um. Uh, oh, maybe I want to. Oh no! Wait. <laughs> now he doing it with damage. Um. I am rolling really fucking well on these d4s. I am so sorry. Oh, roll you take worse. 16 damage. Oh, okay. Uh, force damage as this thing just like rumbles with energy and crushes you inside of it. Um. You are now trapped inside this 10 foot wide sphere. That is the top of the round. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Here, just for some context, here's what I'll tell you about the beat of force because it you may not remember from your time having it. Right. Um, each creature within 10 foot radius where the bead landed must succeed in a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or take 5d4 force damage. A sphere of transparent force then encloses the area for a one minute. Any creature that failed to save and isn't completely within the area is trapped inside the sphere. Only breathable air can pass through the sphere. No attack or other effect can. Okay. An enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's wall, moving the sphere half its walking speed. The sphere can be picked up. Its magic causes it to weigh only one pound, regardless of how many creatures are inside. So, as of right now, you are just a little trapoed. Um, uh, up next in initiative is the kobolds. Um, they rolled really, really high. 
all of them react differently. Okay. The one that was charmed immediately puts his little clawed white hands over his mouth. He's like, oh my god, no! It was clearly very upset at, you know, both their friends leaping to attack and getting then trapped and hurt. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not a not exactly what this poor little Kobo wanted to see. The other ones are immediately aware of what's going on. Um, they swarm around this sphere and begin to put their little paws underneath it and raise it into the air as you and Erza, trapped inside this giant hamster ball, begin to be raised up. <laughs> Um, that is all of their actions. Um, the one who is standing beside Rhymeworn just holds his action, um, holding this like little crossbow. Um, and it is now going to be Erza's turn. Erza looks to you. Oh shit. Oh fuck. I think they're going to toss us Should off. I t- what do we want? To- do we try and escape? Maybe ask the shard? Um, shard looks at the shard and is like <laughs> peeking out of your, um, out of your jacket. By the way, give me a stealth check for the shard. Okay. 11. I don't know what this shard adds to dex. Okay. Uh, it is a decent amount, but I, I know it in my mind. Okay. So you, t- you say that to the shard. Erza just looks to you and it looks like she's going to hold her action for whatever you want to do. Um, and it is now actually going to be Rhymeworm's turn. Uh-oh. Apologies, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I rolled badly, so I expected this. Rhymeworm straps a shield bearing a sigil of the Chromatica. These six dragon heads all mid-roar onto his arm and begins to approach the kobolds raising the sphere, a smug smile on his draconic face. It tracks that Crystalix would be associated with trash like you. Oh, is it my turn? I mean, no, I was just asking you a quick, just comment. I didn't know if you could hear, hear me from inside the... <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. It's pretty, it's pretty on. You sound enough. a little quiet. Can you speak a little louder? <sighs> the beard, the beard of... <laughs> cups his hands up against it. You sound normal, dumbass. Uh, okay, well, when the beads effect ends, I request that you submit to our custody. I would hate to have wasted a precious object from the horde to capture you, only to see you scattered on the rocks below. Um, and you see that the kobolds start to begin to move towards the edge. That is now your turn. On your turn, the shard looks up to you, and you see that, again, this is all happening simultaneously. As he finishes this line, and you are beginning to be moved over to the edge, Rhymeworm narrows his eyes and is kind of like looking at this glowing little object within your coat. He can't see the shard's face and doesn't see anything yet, but it's kind of the equivalent of having like your phone with your flashlight on the inside of your jacket. I narrow my eyes back at him. Why are you staring at my chest, you freak? Oh, I was not. Don't make it like that. No, you're, it's just the eye level. You're being held above me. I have to look up towards you right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really believe you. Oh. Listen. We'll come to Frigidage. Just, you know, you already wasted your thing, so just let it end and we'll come quietly. Well, perhaps you can offer something of trust. That bauble that you're holding in there that I was staring at. Not your chest, the bauble, the, the glowing thing. This, I put my uh, hand on my amulet of health. Uh, this is nothing. Whatever. Fine. No, you can have it. There was something else. I saw there was a glowing thing in there. It wa- yeah, that wasn't- this glows. No, it wasn't that. Stop trying to make it that. <laughs> it wasn't, all right? Ersa, was- yes or no, does this glow? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it kind of glows. I, I can't really dispute that it's dark out, so... You see, Rhymeworm is definitely getting pretty frustrated. It is 
technically your turn. Are you essentially okay. holding your turn? No, can I? Because <laughs> um. <laughs> you could keep up the charade and be like, I will hold my action. Or you can, if you want to, signal to Erza. She'll back you up on whatever you do. Essentially give you the help action. Or, okay. yeah. Can I try to charm person? Him. Uh, he does get advantage right, on because we're fighting. Because you're fighting. Understand. Um, Listen, you can have whatever necklace you want. I don't care. But just just take us to Frigidich. Okay, for the last freaking time, it's not, it's not the necklace. I see, there's two things in there. Uh, I've got a couple of necklaces on. I think your eyes are dry because of the winter wind up here. Fair. It does get pretty cold up here, and that does make things dry. But um, he rolled a 16 on his charm. Oh, plus, uh, is it wisdom? I mean, he makes it Okay. 16. You, go, you begin to, like, weave these honey words of kind of distracting <laughs> him, and he goes, No, I know that it's in there. I see something else. That is your turn. I think Erza, having held her action, is just going to go, fuck it, um, is going to go into a rage okay. and just try and, like, roll, hamster ball roll to- off of the all of these kobolds, see if she can, like, <laughs> jostle them out from underneath you guys so they fall back. Yeah, yeah, can I use my movement when I see her <laughs> to throw my body to the right? <laughs> yeah, the moment you see your spell fails, you um, the two of you just kick off, try and essentially, even though the ball is weightless, essentially from the outside, you try and just use the force that you can create to throw yourself against it to maybe cause it to slip from their hands. Um, okay, Erza goes into a rage. Oh no. You watch as, as she screams, her hammer begins to kind of like throw her body against it. This beam of light, Iron Man style, just shoots out of her chest uh, and hits the inside of the dome. It can't go outside of the dome because of the nature of the sphere. So it just kind of begins to repel off Ah. the inside. Oh, I guess it is another creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Even though it is bouncing on the inside of here, it doesn't like blind anyway outside. The light is like reflecting so much that it's causing the ball to glow. Um, And she's gonna try and make him roll a con save to take some damage. Uh, he fails. <laughs> oh, God, it's really bright. <laughs> um, and I'll say that. You're getting pissed in here. <laughs> together, you guys begin to like jostle, and the couples go, ah, ah, and like tumble back, and the ball thum, 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 kind of bounces on the icy snow of the top of this tower. You guys are no longer being held up, at least. Okay. Top of the round is the kobolds. They are going to swarm the ball again. I do not have any way to make this ball go away. I just want to be clear about that. It only lasts a minute. We have to just fuck around, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I can sit off for a minute. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, okay. The light's helping. I dodge again. <laughs> um, I don't know how to turn it off. That, that light is also enough distraction that the shard is able to kind of duck back inside for now. But you see that the kobolds are going, oh, push her off, push her off, um, and try and push the ball and see if they can send it flying over the edge. You're out of bounds. Technically, the ball is weightless, but I will give you a chance to contest this. Give me an athletics check, um, and they are all essentially going to uh, try and beat whatever you roll. So roll an athletics check. Okay. Me and still in with our hands just up against the side of the ball. <laughs> I rolled a 10, so it's a 20. Okay. Fail. Fail. Okay, two nat 20s. 
Um, but that is literally, they have terrible strength. So what this really means is we're gonna just do a flat roll off and okay. see if you can, no adding to this, just like a luck check essentially. Okay. Three. 14 as they begin to like uh, it takes their entire turn to roll you to the uh what would be based on your keen mind the north side of this cliff and it is now like pushing you up there they're like <laughs> i don't think that marble's gonna help us now Erza. Uh, um Erza is furious she looks at the shard and goes do something and I mean, she's not gonna like tear it out from the inside of your jacket, but she's clearly calling to him to do something. I need you to roll initiative for the shard. Okay. If you know dispel magic or anything, now is an awesome time. Okay, okay, I can try that, I can try that. Six, same initiative as me. Same. <laughs> that is the best. Thank you so much, It makes Lisa. sense, because he's in my pocket. <laughs> Erza is going to use her full action to push against This is now becoming a, like, tug of war game. Or it's like one of those, like, crazy games that you see on TV where it's, like, people trapped in balls and they're, like, pushing against each other. This is a survivor challenge. This is a survivor challenge. Or a game of Super Monkey Ball. Yes, and you guys are just pushing against them as they, ah, come on! They're, like, slowly <laughs> rolling you up the kind of stone wall. They're weirdly strong. Wall. We I were just friends. Honestly, it is just because it's all of them are doing it. They're really not this strong. And you see the one who's still uh, charmed uh, is just like, <laughs> Why is this happening, all my friends? Um, Can you help? He's definitely not going to help. Uh, <laughs> you're lucky he's not joining in. That is her whole turn. Essentially... She is strong enough to push you guys back to where you were, but you see that like Rhymeworm is now pulling out his flail and kind of readying his shield, knowing that in only a few like seconds this thing is going to fall. I'll say that because even though there we were an in initiative, there was a little banter. So we are going to say that there are three rounds left inside this little ball. Okay. That is her turn. It is now Rhymeworm's turn. He uses his shield to kind of slam up against you guys and begins to push um, and rolls you up to the edge and up onto it. And you feel the ball like slowly begin to roll backwards as he like puts a hand and claws into it and goes, it's your last chance. Hand over whatever's in your jacket and we'll let you live. I have something more valuable to trade. What could you possibly have? Information that concerns the Draconic forces. Something was stolen recently from an Akris horde. You must be angry about it. You might know where it is. Hmm. A very, very interesting proposal. Hmm. Word of the incident that you describe, the robbery of an Akris horde by the Omnimalum, has certainly reached all of the forces of the Chromatica. Okay, it is his turn. He was kind of giving you an ultimatum. You're telling the truth. Give me a persuasion check. I will give you advantage on this because it is something truly of interest to him. Fair. He would recognize. He the, would recognize this. The topic. And I also know you have minus one, and that's not really fair when you say something really epic <laughs> like that. Perfect. A 10. A 10 total. <laughs> yeah. A 10 flat. Okay. Yeah. The other one was another six, so. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. 
You can share it with Frigidich when we get back to her lair. I'm carrying a lot of items. I'll Why take are you them all. so focused on it? Oh my god, it's it's what? It's really shiny. What can I say? We like shiny things. I gotta come out and say it. We like when they're shiny. Um, that is going to be... Now it is going to be your turn. Okay. And the shard's turn. So the shard heard... Erza yell, do something as you guys are being forced up on the edge of this wall surrounding this parapet. You feel like the the gusts of wind swirling around you, the ice now frosting up against the edge of this like transparent sort of force as the cold condenses onto it. What do you do? Hey, little buddy. This might kind of be your chance to save yourself from sitting for the next 500,000 years in a dragon's horde. And you know what I think that would be? Huh? Really boring! <sighs> Boring. <laughs> um, okay, here's what's going to happen. The dispel magic effect would be the best sort of scenario for this, obviously. Or the, like some kind of feather fall scenario. Yes, something and that could cushion you. roll ourselves off. Like. So what we're going to do is, first and foremost, I need you to roll. There are a number of magical effects going on around you, as we know. There is the ball that you are trapped in. There is the enchantment that keeps Limburger within the gem. Yeah, there, that one. There are lots of, you know, magical effects going on. The shard, as we know, is not a very practice caster. <laughs> this is a third level spell. Real quick, I have some directions to give you. <laughs> um, okay, I can do this. I don't want to be boring. We're going to first roll a d20 for me, okay? I'm not going to tell you what is what. Seems right. But you're just going to roll a d20 and you're going to tell me what you get. 15. 15. Okay. Now we're going to roll the spell casting check. Wonderful. Roll a uh, d20 and add the modifier, um, which is plus five. 10. Well, the good news is that the spell <laughs> is not being targeted, at least on himself. That's good. So, therefore, the shard does not cast something on Limburger. Wonderful. It's not going to be Dismal Magic. It's not going to be uh, really anything. Really anything. Just aim do. to cast anything. Just want you to try and have a good time. I got this. I'm going to try not to be boring. <laughs> There's something in that. <laughs> I, I think we can workshop that. Um, okay, 4,588. Ooh. The shard ah, releases this... <laughs> wave of like rainbow light everyone shields their eyes as it blasts throughout the space you and erza are erza was already at full health but you are officially healed to full health whoa and the shard now has i will tell you now because it had a healing function already earlier when you rolled one of the two effects that you got was the shard can cast cure wounds at a first level once a day at will at this point whoa so this wave of healing energy that brings you back to full, you now see that the shard has like unlocked divine healing as an Whoa. ability. Um, <laughs> so that is the shard's turn. You are fully healed. You still have your action. That was great. What's going on in there? I'm, I'm, give me that thing. Uh, and it looks like he's like bringing you back from over the edge. I will try and cast Tasha's hideous laughter on him. Can it go through the dome? Only breathable air can pass through the sphere's wall. No attack or other effect can. So I'm going to rule that. Thankfully, the the, the dice had us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, right, okay, yeah, so unfortunately. I'll, do that. I'll say that you definitely see that too. You don't have to burn that spell. I guess seeing myself confronted with 
a future of either fighting my way out of this and maybe dying or offering the shard up to someone, I will choose the fighting for my life option. And so I'll try and throw myself at the wall of the beat of force again and maybe just roll myself in the opposite <laughs> direction of him. I think that the thing is I'm reading everything about this using an action to use half of your movement. The fact that they can't get an attack in also means that this is essentially a giant hamster ball. When you throw hey, I'm your keep body, along, you yeah. roll back and off and all the kobolds are again like, not like flattened in a painful way, but like flattened away. Um, yeah, in a very cartoonish <laughs> accordion sort of way. Uh, Rhymeworm is kind of knocked back um, and you see that he is obviously very very frustrated um he really expected you to hand things over and now that he realizes that you're not going to he knows that you're going to come out of that bead and he's gonna have to take you in the hard way that is a good turn i'm gonna say that you are essentially far from that edge um you use your half movement you're like in the center of the circle that you stand upon that was your action it is now the kobolds oh sir what do we do you keeps rolling back and <laughs> um, we're just like just ready yourself everyone get into positions and you watch as the kobolds like take a oh, take a so distance <laughs> um and begin to like hop up on things and pull out their little crossbows uh i'm just you know maybe i'm feeling sorry but this the kobold who's still charmed just sits down big tears icing at where they grow do something man oh why did i have to make friends with our enemies Wizard of Reverse Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> um, that is going to be um, their turn. They're all readying an action. Now it is going to be Ertz's turn. You guys are like landing in the center there. Um, you skid to a stop. Rhymeworm's kind of behind you. The kobolds are hopping up onto the various like parapets and like little like rocky outcroppings that have just from where, you know, the t the tower has cracked and crumbled. They're, like, hiding behind things and getting ready. Eritza looks to you. All right. Okay. Fuck. I guess we're really just gonna have to kick some ass up here. I think we kind of just have to wait it out and then, you know, at least we're, we got the juice to fight now. I'm feeling good. I, I feel great. I feel great. It was kind of nice to go in the bubble for a little bit. Yeah, you know, we got a little bit of bubble time. Kinda That's fun. Around. Yeah, you know, we should probably see if we can get a few of these. For still and definitely a mini one. Oh, I'm sure that they make them. He would love that. Still, you're going to hamster form next. What are you guys talking about in there? <laughs> We're sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Erza is... Essentially, she comes out of her rage because right, she's, she's not, not able to attack. Um, so you see the light right, so in her chest fades. You can attack me if you need to. If you <sighs> don't want to use another one of your rages. No, it's okay. It's probably better that we do it again. Honestly, okay. the light was great, but it didn't really help that much. She like looks well, let's around. Let's try it again. <laughs> Um, the light was sick, though. Thank you. I did not know I could do that. Um, I love it. Thank you, Shard, I guess. Um, that is going to be her turn. Again, I holding an action. holes burned in my retina this week. <laughs> Between the lava and that. <laughs> <laughs> you really, really, like... If there was a point where you were like, maybe I'll unattune from these glasses, now you're really like, oh, I don't oh, know I don't if I know. should. I might have disadvantage on just seeing in general after this. I think I have an astigmatism. <laughs> um, that is uh, going to be 
Rhymeworm's turn, he's going to ready his action. At the end of this round is when this this bubble is going to come down. It is your turn and the shard's turn. The shard goes, I'm going to dispel it this time. I'm feeling more powerful than ever. Okay. Uh, While the shard is saying that, I um, <laughs> will look at Rhymeworm and go, listen, you detect magic or something? I mean, detect magic on it. It's literally just, like, it's nothing. I hear it talking at this point. It's literally saying, shouting things like, I feel the power within me and That's stuff me. like that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Give me a deception it's the check necklace. with disadvantage. <laughs> nat 20. Nat nat, 20. Double nat 20s. <laughs> double nat 20s. Double nat 20s. I got double threes. <laughs> so double twos. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Do is he doing a check against me? <laughs> no, he doesn't need to. His passive insight is high enough to know that you are definitely lying. And even if you aren't, even if they're, even if for some reason he believed that you were throwing your voice, you still have a glowing object in your coat. It's the, this is the, I just paused. This. I got a lot of weird shit. This, this is, is horn I got. This Are you zoning so, in so hard? It's so obvious. It's just literally a glowing rock. No, it's not. You're making me self-conscious about it. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to feel bad about that. You're not my you're friend. Kinda, you're bullying a teen. I'll bully a teen. I'm not a good guy. I'm okay with that. Oh, that sometimes <laughs> works. All right, so that's worked once or twice. I could tell, but you know, before he did say he like hated Crystalix, whoever that is, and right. you try to use that against him, he doesn't seem very emotionally moved. I think she might be. 20 though uh, so that is going <laughs> to be the shards turn uh, are you holding an action i will hold my action assumedly when the walls come down i'm gonna get shot at and mm. so oh well that's a reaction mm, so yeah. i'm just waiting to shield okay. once everyone decides to start shooting at me you're gonna use your reaction the old-fashioned way <laughs> to shield to um, react so okay now the shard is going to roll is trying to cast a spell give me a d20 roll okay this is insane. The shard has been given free reign to start casting spells Just and is going to cast spells. Just a child to get us out of a really sticky situation. <laughs> Go! Anything! Anything! Really! Know, shoot a gun! Dispel this bubble! Teleport us! Whatever you think! <laughs> it's another six. We love to see it, folks. <laughs> uh, back to the random number generator. 1,389. <gasps> As the shard raises their arms in the air, screaming and beginning to cast in arcane tongues, their mouth opens up and a gush of beautiful red wine just, <laughs> just starts filling the film, splashing Fuck. all over you. <laughs> no! There's <laughs> no control over it. This was not what we asked for at all. Really, so far removed. Um, okay, that is what a turn. At the end of this round, the bubble drops. And all the wine goes spilling out <laughs> over the tower. Just spills out and immediately freezes on impact. Slushy! Frosé! Frosé! Grab some! Shard, use your action to scoop up some of the frosé. Still in. <laughs> um, okay, so... Oh, slushy red wine. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm gonna roll some attacks for these kobolds who are all just taking shots at you. Alright. That's... Okay. Uh, I'll tell you when they hit, and you can tell me if you want to shield. Right. That's a 19 to hit. I'll shield. Okay, so two out of the five shooting. One of them was a 21. Okay, that hit. <laughs> nice. Incredible. The first time they're ever going to hit. Um, okay, you take seven damage. 
um, as literally it's and they're just like blasting off of your arcane shield. And as your arm comes down, just the last one skims by your face. Ah, um, you, Kimon? What can I say? We were never really friends. You don't even know my my last name. That hurts me. Oh, you know what hurts? Finding out that you were just going to betray us all along. Ah, you put me in a bubble. That was part of the plan. Maybe, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Rhyme Worm doesn't really inform us. Um, you're, losing, you're losing it here. I don't even know what made me think we were friends in the first place. I think that I just got swept up in the moment. <laughs> Rhymeworm runs forward towards Erza um, and is taking all three attacks against her. All of those are going to hit. Hmm. Um, I did say that she held her action. I'm going to say that she did go into a rage. So as he's hitting her, she like screams out once more. Uh, we'll see what that rage effect right. is. Here's hoping another light. <laughs> okay, okay, something close. As she screams out, readying her hammer, um, vines and flowers begin to once more sprout from the ground around her, making the area around her difficult terrain. It's kind of like your signature move, Erza. I don't know why this one keeps coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, she um, readies her hammer, but as she's kind of distracted by the flowers, he comes in and flail just... <laughs> Um, and you notice that he is actually 10 feet from her. Apparently this flail oh, has reach. Um, and he is just like thrashing her with this giant. Um, That's why I have this fucked up little diagram. <laughs> Son That's of a why gun. 10 feet is. I need to know the range. <laughs> um, you thought it was a, a kind DM thing to give you a map. Like you were drawing me little love pictures. <laughs> no, it was truly just to make sure that I was a close it's enough. A flail always. picture. <laughs> it was a flail picture. Um, okay. She takes 32 damage. Okay. That's halved, so that goes um, to 16. Oh, okay. But then on top of that, because as you notice, this flail is frosted over, mm. she is going to take an additional 23 cold damage, and that is not half, halved. Okay. So that is his whole turn. Um, he goes, yield, um, as Erza is poof, poof, and then just slammed into the snow. You see like very slow-mo anime, her back bends, and she's like, ah! blood spreading into the air that is his turn it is now because Eritz is also up in the mix she's going to take her attacks nice. and then it is going to be your turn cool. so you have a moment here if you want to plan for that she's I'm just going to take some swings wow Noah calling out how long it took me to do my last turn <laughs> like, I didn't mean it like that I'm so sorry do I do? <laughs> um, ha haggard and just weary she is swinging um, Eritz both times on Oof. hers um, she goes fuck we, can, we gotta get out of this um, okay. and it's gonna give you some bardic um, so that's a d8 on something you want thank you that is her turn it is now your turn okay I'm going to try and lightning lure uh, rhyme worm to me okay um, he is gonna roll a strength save 16 that is a fail he nice. has, he's very strong but he rolled a 5 alright he gets pulled to me he's gonna take a d8 of lightning damage he takes four lightning damage. Nothing. And then I will use my war magic uh, feature to take a weapon attack on him since my action was a cantrip. Ooh, we love it. We love it. Ooh, don't forget I'm a little eldritch knight, baby. I could never forget. Oh, I rolled a nat one, but the tusk is plus 10, so it's 11, and then I have what? You foresee, as you swing down your blade, you 
feel like your rhythm was all off with it. All the words from Limburger kind of getting into your head. And then that nat one becomes a nat 20 from the shards other surge roll from earlier. Um, And I could literally show you right here. Next nat one is a nat 20. Oh, shit. Um, So, okay, you get a nat. You just crit. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> yes. So you lasso him in, and he goes, it's nothing, as the electricity courses through him, and you drag him closer, and that does get under your skin a little bit, but not enough to make you not swing. Ooh, those dice. 25 damage. Whopping hit. Um, he is pulled away from Erza, who is, like, staggering, hand on the stone wall behind her, trying to hold herself up. Um, bleeding profusely, snarling. Uh, you really, really came in clutch there and pulled him away. He looks back and goes, Oh, whoa, whoa, way stronger than I thought. I thought you said you were a teen. What the hell? I'm going to Frigidich without you. Oh, you'll never get past us. And I'll tell her how you failed on the tower, too. Oh, don't, please don't do that. Please don't and do I'm that. And I'm going to say that you were looking at my breast pocket. That's unfair and untrue. You know that's unfair and untrue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that it is... works in every male enemy. <laughs> it's true, and none of them, none of them ever no want to be canceled. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, that is now top of the round. The kobolds all are going to take shots against you again. That's a natural twenty, so that's a twenty-four to hit, and then a dirty twenty. Rude. I will take these. Uh, the next one was a sixteen. That one hits too. Okay, a nineteen. Oh, they all hit. So that's four all out right. of four out of the five have hit. I'm gonna use one of my second level slots to upcast shield. Okay, so then you block essentially all but one. But the nat twenty. Um, and uh, yeah, the last one. And the last one, one also misses. So um, yeah, just the nat twenty hits. Waving goodbye to spell slots this episode. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye spell slots. Um, okay, you take seven damage as bolts rain upon you another shield thrown up to block most of them but unfortunately one again just gets through come um, on stop it <laughs> you always forget about me my friend sneaking in there i'm not blocking you because i thought you were once my ally <laughs> i just keep <laughs> habitually leaving my shield up like come on whenever it's so funny because the one person who isn't attacking you that one kobold who we don't know the name of yet you <laughs> you don't you shield towards them still can you talk Oh, maybe I can use my next turn to do that. Okay. Uh, give I'm me counting a, on that. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Technically, charm person isn't concentration, right? It's just an hour no, of charm. Just so hour. with advantage, yeah. okay? okay. <laughs> uh, 12, so 11. Oh, maybe take me more than one turn. It's okay. You actually don't have to worry about it. I would rather you kind of be able to live the rest of your life and not get like exiled because of me. I'm so not going to be here long soon. Oh my goodness. That was their turn. It's mm-hmm. now Ertz's turn. Ertz is going to get back up and rush towards him. Perfect. Um, Flank him. Fuck you, you stupid one. Dragonborn. <laughs> God damn, you hit hard. Um, okay, so she is just going to take two attacks. Both of those are going to hit. There you go. Uh, there Ertza. we go. Um, she's feeling a little bit better now. She's got her second wind. Not literally, but metaphorically. 23 damage Ooh. as she wax it him with a hammer the difficulty of a ranged kind of weapon is that if it's out you don't have as much of ability to pull it back to defend so she kind of quickly gets up and in while he's pulling in his flail once more and hits him in the stomach and then hits him in the jaw sending him stumbling backwards now it is going to be his turn um he is going to take 
one attack on Erza and then two attacks on you. That is a 20 to hit Erza. That's going to hit. She takes a combined 13 damage. That's half, but also the cold damage kind of passing over. Um, and then the other two hits on you. Natural one on you. And then a natural 20 on you. Can um, I use my last portent? You can. What uh, What do you give him? Another nat one. Okay. Even that has a plus 10 to hit. That's only an 11. So two nat ones in a row. Oh my God. He just Brutal. literally like. I bet you wish those were nat twice. Oh my God. I reverse sharded him. <laughs> you reverse sharded him. <laughs> the, the shard goes, very nice. Um, and you. Learned that trick from you. You literally come in and easily dodge this ball as it's like swinging around and kind of like flick out some of the wine that has gotten stuck to you. <laughs> just some of the froze and it kind of splashes into his eyes. Oh, my eyes. Um, that it's the tannins. <laughs> oh no, I'm allergic. <laughs> and the sulfites. No, I'm very allergic to sulfites. This is definitely not natural wine. Oh, I could taste it. There's so many preservatives. Sediments. <laughs> Where are the sediments? Uh, <laughs> we know too much about wine. He's a sommelier. <laughs> In my time, my favorite bounty to steal is is elven wine from the north, so I can sample it. Um, so <laughs> okay, that is that's his turn. Um, it is now your turn and the shard's turn. The shard goes. Now that you are free, the shard goes. Okay, what do I do? Who do I kill first? That guy. All right. Um, so I'll let you go first, and then the shard is gonna go. All right. I will take all of my attacks on this guy, hoping that we are kind of whittling down his hit points. Okay. 26 and a 27. 26 and 27? Hit. <laughs> <laughs> 26 damage. Ooh. Both hits. Very, together. very good hits as you come in with your blade and begin to cut through. Um, Rhymeworm, though having the upper hand at first, clearly seems to be realizing how strong you guys are now. You give up. You put down your weapons and take us to your boss. You absolutely clearly do not understand the hierarchy at work here. I'm uh, literally going to bring her your head. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see about that. You know, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> You're got, shit talking, and I'm, I think you might be losing a lot of hit points. I'm getting a little nervous, I won't lie. <laughs> but I'm fine. The tides are turning. <laughs> um, that is... Okay, that is... Um, now the shard's turn. The shard looks at um, Rhymeworm and goes, You're not allowed to hurt my friends! Um, I want you to first again roll a d20 and see if the shard is going to be able to cast on someone else Got instead it. of themselves or one of you. 14. 14. Okay, that is a success. Wonderful. Um, now give me a d20 roll uh, and add five. Okay. 14. Successfully cast nice. the spell. Nice. Um, You're doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, You're glowing and it doesn't smell weird for the first time. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, okay, I'm going to give you a choice. What would you say the most design? Like, what would your... Are you just trying to deal damage to like he, I would like, like him to get literally flung off into space. Okay. Like, shoot into the nether. Okay, hold on. Just remove him from the situation entirely. There's, like, thunder wave. Right. But I assume that you wouldn't want thunder wave. Maybe something that would make him, like, prone. 
Anything okay. that would like incapacitate or kind of just take his uh, action economy out of the equation. Okay. <laughs> you can't blast him. Uh, <laughs> well, I just I, I can blast him. I can blast him, but it'll be it's a big one or if you, I blast him. You can him. freeze him. It's more thematically appropriate. Okay, freeze. And he's gonna roll a save. That is a fail. The hold person spell does take effect and locked in space. He just watches. He goes no. And the sh- the literally everything about him, even the flail, like freezes as if stopped in time midair, raising it up to crash it down on you and the shard. Um, <sighs> that is the shard's turn. Back to the kobolds. Oh, brothers, what do we do? Kimode, uh, it looks a little panicked. <laughs> um, Rally behind me. We can still win. Come. No, we- you can't. No, we can. No, you can't. I'm pretty sure we can. Just go back downstairs. No, no. I see now that- well, the- I'm going to go talk to Frigidich about it right now. I'm literally going. No, here's the thing. Take I- lunch. I- you're very good at talking, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, take five. Take uh... five. We're done here. <laughs> Every time I start sweeping up, Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got to clean this up before the next performance. Um, okay, so they are all going to keep attacking. Um, Fine. <laughs> it makes sense if you what? think about it. Um, that's a natural 20 on Erza. What the fuck? Why have they rolled like four nat 20? Because they are all keeping within a small distance to get the pack tactics advantage. Oh, okay, okay. So they're like essentially spaced out every five feet but and they get it. Still, advantage. I roll two dice and I roll two threes. So <laughs> I want to crack at your fucking dice. Well, listen, it's the Keegan die. I what am uh, I going to say? Keegan. Talk it up with Keegan. Okay. Keegan. Two hits on Erza. Um, that's a 16 on you. Yep, just a 16 to hit on you. Are you going to take that one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you take three damage. Oh no. Oh my god, I just rolled two ones on a d4. How does it feel? How does it feel? Bad. Um, okay, Erza just takes like another eight damage despite being hit with a nat 20. Cool. Um, which is half to four damage because cool. it is piercing. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Cool crit. That. <laughs> Thank you! Kimon <laughs> reloads the bow. You could join us. Erza goes, I honestly am not a fan of Kimon um, and is going to run I like Kimon's energy. <laughs> um, and is going to try just hammer Kimon off the edge oh, of the Oh, no! Thing. Do it to the useless one. Uh, Kimon uh, indeed gets hit, and with her ma- minimum damage, I think, let me just check. Yes. Uh, with her minimum damage, she <laughs> sends Kimon flying into the, <sighs> the blizzard. You know, I kind of think with the weave as, like, weird as it is right now, that, like, charm person has been at working kind of both ways on me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just another one is going to get... <laughs> yep, another one is launched into space. Um, there are four kobolds left. Kimon is dead. Padre is dead. No, Grayscale is no, still alive. No. Um, I do <laughs> And then the one you don't know the name of is alive, and then another one you don't know the oh, name okay. of is alive. So she she used that, and now there's difficult terrain around them. You see, like, the plant life is kind of, like, wrapping up around those near her. Like, oh, what? what is this? That is going to be Rhymeworm's turn. At the end of his turn, he gets a save. Um, he fails. <laughs> um, that is your turn and the shard's turn. The shard goes, shall I finish him off? No. Okay. But you... It spectacularly. High five! Your best work ever. I give a tiny high five. Little high five. Um, I will walk over and 
kind of crouched down, hands on my knees to where... And he's also, I'll tell you this, he's very, very tall. So he, he's standing, <laughs> towering with the, with the maze. Like, oh, I thought he would have fallen prone, but he's no, just... He, he's just frozen like a statue. <laughs> okay. But well, you do go over and kind of do like the hands on your knees like, well, well, well. I come over, I stand on top of a box, and then I crouch down. <laughs> that does put you at eye level with him. Listen, buddy. Uh, I real quick um take the shard and hold it up in front of his eyes and wiggle it a little bit shard waves and smiles big and then i just put him back on not sticking him in my pocket but on this little resting spot where mm-hmm. he kind of sits out on the little edge of my pocket and go so it's that mountain over there <laughs> thank you so much you know i hate to ask a man for directions but when it's this fun and I'm gonna try to throw him off of the tower. Okay. <laughs> he cannot fight you. But I'm gonna say that he is carrying some pretty hefty equipment. He's a big dude, yeah. And um, even though this is the hold person spell, the shard is seemingly temporally suspending him. So it's kind of like the weight is still there. Yeah. Um, you know, a weight doesn't fight you, but gravity does. Gravity does. So give me um, an athletics check. All um, right. And I'm, I still have that D8. Yes, you still have the D8. 24 24 will do it there's nothing i could do is there anything like are you gonna throw him his all of his arm everything off like he's he is frozen with his flail in hand are you i will gently remove his flail from his hand and then toss him off the side of the tower you watch okay actually here's what we're here's where i have a saving grace okay. here's my saving grace in order to get around the tower, because Zola did run around it, there has to be some ground that is level. So it's right. not like he just automatically falls off the side of the cliff. The mountain. No, yeah. He's just falling off of a tower. So How tall is the tower? So the tower is 120 feet. So Great. that is going to be 12d6 damage no okay. matter what. But we're also going to roll a d20. I'm going to say 15 to 20. He's off the edge entirely. Okay. And... Uh, 14 or lower, and, it, and you know, heading to, the ground. heading to the ground for full. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna start keeping a counter of nat twos that are almost nat twenties, <laughs> but it's a nat two. Nat two. Okay, so he <laughs> is going to fall directly down. You watch as he's frozen. You literally just pull the flail out of his hand. He's just frozen, just arm in the air, and you just boom, give him a little push. Sorry, Crystal's family. Just falls. Um, and that's 12d6. That is going to be far oh, more... Oh, can I roll 12d6? Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, why don't you roll it? It is I, technically I your attack. I do have all these d6s, so... Let me know if you need more. I can t- toss you over a few. Wow. 55 damage. 55 damage. Pretty good. <laughs> Crashes into the snow below. There is a plume of you know, snow into the air that kind of obscures your vision as the blizzard swirls around you. Uh, the kobolds look frightened. That is, um, your turn. Um, Ertz, are you okay? Do you need anything? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna need to heal up a little bit, but first let's handle these little fuckers. I mean, do we really need to? Maybe not the one who's crying, but the other th- these guys were taking shots on us. Are we just gonna let them take shots on us? I just feel like doing like two damage feels just like lowering ourselves to. I'm still talking as um, she's attacking. Well, that actually, <laughs> that's technically their attack. Oh, good. Um, as I'm defending them. As they're defending shooting them. Me. Um, they just seem so weak and useless and like they're not even. Ow. 
four out of the five hit them with the lowest one. So one of the three of them be, would be blocked by a shield if you wanted to burn a shield. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not shielding against these guys. <laughs> Come on, I. you see me over here literally negotiating for your survival and you are 20 feet away taking pot shots at me. Victory is within our reach, brothers! <laughs> Do it, Pokemon! Um, you take 20 damage. <laughs> they rolled really what high. The fuck? It was like all fours. I'm laying on the ground pouring out Frosé for Kimon as they're shooting my latent <laughs> body. <laughs> the shark goes, stop it! Um, it looks like the shark it looks really, really angry at them. Um, it's now Ertz's turn. Uh, Erta is going to take a swing as they should. They took shots on you. I'm not going to just let them shoot you. You're my friend. <laughs> they, they, their little voices are so cute. <laughs> she does hit. Um, you ever had a Furby, Erta? <laughs> what? <laughs> one, another one blasted off the side. <laughs> another one blasted off the side. There is essentially just two left. Is one of them the crying one? One of them is the crying okay. one who goes... Oh, brother, perhaps you should just give up. Maybe they'll let you live. Hey, do you want to come with us for the next, like, I don't know, 40 minutes and point us in the right direction? Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Cool. It's a just one. You know, it's just be, it feels one. bad to kill him because... It feels kind of bad to kill them because they haven't attacked us, so I won't. A ten. A ten. Pretty neutral. Oh, wait, can I use the... Yes, you can use the bardic. A sixteen. You see this kobo looks at you. Just take us down the path. Yeah, I guess you won't kill me. No. What? We're friends. Yes, 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 we're friends. Ignore yes. everything that's going on over there. Yes, you know, I don't care much for them. I care only for my friend, you. That is now Rhymeworm's turn. Rhymeworm is 120 feet down. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> appearing over the edge, do I see him getting up? Give me a perception check. Based on sight? Uh, yes, based on sight. Sick. 15. You look over the edge. Rhymeworm is nowhere to be seen. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, that is going to be the shard's turn. The shard... Um, I ain't got no flail. ...is going to um, look towards the one kobold who is not essentially causing any problems. Um, and it's just going to do the firebolt cantrip which will mean that does not need to roll. That is a 14 to hit. That is max damage. No mercy, cold as ice. The shard looks up and goes, it's everything personal. And <laughs> fire bolts that will go <laughs> off the side of the cliff. Did he say it's nothing personal? I don't remember, but it felt like- It's it, a good comeback It was though, personal. someone someone said that. He was mean to you guys, my friend, so it was personal. Okay. I don't really have a reference point for references, so That's I might okay. get them wrong sometimes. That's right. Um, it worked. Uh, that is your turn. What would you like to do? You see this last kobold standing there shivering. Oh, please. Mercy, yes. Is this the one that I'm friends with? Yes. Yeah, no, you're going to take us towards Frigidich's lair. Literally, get your shit. Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Looks around. <laughs> There's <laughs> it has nothing. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you have a coat or something? Why would I need a coat? It's beautiful out. Great. Okay. Uh, we might take a quick rest or something, if that's cool with you. So just when you're ready for a top up of friendship, I'll notice. All right. Well, 
you Ertza. know, chill. Uh, Ertza. Hey, you just chill here. <laughs> Ertza goes, yeah, uh, we just need a quick moment, a quick breather. Do we want to kill this one when we're done with it? Well, no, I feel like we should just, he can help us maybe, you know, get 30 minutes out or something and then we can just turn him back on his way. I mean, if he tries to attack us, then we could just, you know, try and punt them away again. <laughs> Honestly, very true. They're very weak. Um, she is going to cast a third level uh, Cure Wounds on herself. Give herself 23 hit points. I will do my um, second wind. Uh, and the Shard is also going to heal you. Too, oh, thank you. With its once-a-day Cure Wounds, gives you 12 hit points. Excellent. Here you go. I just learned this one, but I think that I'm really good at it. It's got to be the best one. And I won't use my second wind because I used that earlier oh good to know good to know. well you know you Thanks, go to D&D you go to rebraid your um hair and the shard heals you in lieu of it. Yeah. it yeah exactly <laughs> uh okay so we are kind of out of initiative yes what would you like to do i mean how much time would you say is left on that hour of that kobold being charmed um you tr- it took probably like five or so minutes to get from there up to here and this whole situation has gone down in five minutes or less because okay. you know so there was a one the one minute within the dome and then you right. guys were fighting so um you've got a good 50 minutes left on it and right. you would assume that give me an insight check okay seven you know you might have to kill this fucker he might turn on you they might turn on you you never know well Erta, do you want to at least we could sit down for a few minutes and kind of talk over our plan a little bit? I mean, maybe our friend here can kind of give us some information about, I don't know, the way to Prigidich or like her character or like motivation or something. Um, Have you met her? Of course I've met the beautiful and wise and strong and worthful lady frigid thank you for all those adjectives yes i know many a picture. of them <laughs> so uh it's in that general direction what do you usually like encounter on the way there well it is of course rigged to destroy anyone who is not loyal and knowing of in course. her ways yes. so you are of course you are yes that. yes i'm very knowing and you loving. would know your way through the traps right of course yes That's i help cool. set them great what kind of things does Frigidich like? Like, what would behoove you to Frigidich? Hmm, gems, shiny gems. Kind of like that one. And points to the shard who looks and goes, Oh, me? And does again, finger a little twist into the cheek. You're off the table. Oh, but it would be a good table to put on if you had that on the table. Yes. Interesting. Mm, loves shiny things. Okay. Things that look like ice, but not ice. Not ice. Not ice. I made she that mistake. She likes ice, but you can't bring ice. Yes, she makes enough. It's kind of redundant to be like, I got you some ice. Bringing ice to the party when the person has like an ice maker in their freezer. Mm, it's kind of like, did you even bring something? Am I right? All right. No ice. Well, actually, Arta, that might be all the information we need. <laughs> What does that mean? It's uh, um, a <laughs> finished wiping off the frosé and blood from the hammer. Well, um, it was wonderful to know you. We didn't even get that name. What was that name? Oh yeah, what was your name again? Bicamant. Uh, what was it? Bicamant. Oh. Hey. Hi. Please. 
Yes, I could lead you through the traps. I, I'm kind of getting the sense that you're about to squish me. Are the you sure? Are you sure you would? Yes. You promise? Uh, looks so scared. These big, big yellow <laughs> eyes and, and the white face. And they're just it's so scared. Erta, I can't do it. It's their little voices. I really could. But if you feel that, if it's going to make you uncomfortable, I'm not going to do that. Well, I mean, at least he could... He could dis- disarm the traps. I could. I could disarm the traps. That is if you want me to keep pouring charm persons into this tiny fella every hour. How many, hey, how many hours do you think it is to bridge it into his lair? Ah, looks over. I'm going to roll an intelligence <laughs> check for this kobold. How long does it usually take from the tower when you guys make your little trip? <laughs> well, sometimes we dawdle. <laughs> No dawdling. But if we didn't dawdle, rolls a 17, <laughs> minus one, 16. Hmm, well, just a few hours, maybe. Could be worth it. You know. Wait, hold here a second, will you? And the kobold just nods silently, and, and you see Erza brings you by the shoulder kind of to the other side. At this point, we've gotten his hopes up and down so many times. I'm feeling more and more like a psychopath. The more that I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll kill you. Hmm, maybe I won't. Honest. I'm starting to feel like an executioner, Erza. Honestly, spending time with you has really given me like a really shitty conscience right now. I should so have never learned their names. If you had learned, you know, that's the, f- I should have warned you. I should have said <laughs> we shouldn't take the name. I'm still mourning, come on. <laughs> We're all mourning, come on. I got a little carried away and I'm sorry. But I... Look, worst case scenario, he tries to run away and we just grab him and, you know. Cast charm person on him again, <laughs> smiling at him. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? What's a calm person? <laughs> and the shark goes, that one doesn't know anything about spells. <laughs> Does not even shit. know. You hear a little call from still in little um, as the weasel form looks over the edge towards where Rimworm was. And as you look down, you see that there are footsteps leading away from the tower, leading towards the path that they must have used to get here. Well, Bridget will probably be expecting us anyway. Hmm. Why? Did you send an e-fight or something? I'm talking to Erza, if you don't (laughs) mind. Sorry, I am very good at listening. Butt out, Pikamon. It's Bigment. Oh, sorry. Uh, Erza uh, shakes her head. You can tell that an Erza of like two weeks ago would have just caved this kobold's head in, but has kind of been won over to Zola's Come side on, of Erza. things. Can't old dogs learn new tricks? Are you calling me old? No. All right. Just well, in comparison. Gosh, you know, you think you're young and then you meet a teen and you feel like you're ancient. I just want to say I saw the retinol in your bag, so, you know. Why were you looking in my bag? <laughs> I needed moisturizer. <laughs> the shard floats over, guys. I don't mean to interrupt, but it's cold, I think. I agree. Do you want to get in my jacket? Yeah. All right. Um, the shard, who does not feel temperatures... <laughs> Um, nuzzles back into your um, jacket, and you see Stilton kind of crawl back onto your shoulder as Bikament looks to the two of you and goes, Okay, well, 
If you're ready, I'm ready. If you need to take a moment to bandage up those nasty, those nasty wounds you have. Uh, I mean, Erta, if you're okay, if you need to rest, we can rest. But if you're okay to go on, it might be best to uh, try and beat Rhymeworm to the punch if we can travel quick enough. Yeah, honestly, I'm not a spellcaster. So, and you see that she like puts a hand to her chest and is going to essentially keep, you know, cast cure wounds on herself uh, second level two more times to kind of just get a little more health. And then she is going to... All right, um, this worked once. I'm going to try and do it on purpose this time, okay? Okay. Uh, and she puts a hand on your shoulder, and she's going to try and give you a spell slot. Oh, nice. Um, okay. She is going to give you a second level spell slot. Nice. Thanks. Well, I think I'm okay to go. All right. Lead the way, Bickament. Um, and you see Bickament gives you both a salute and goes, follow me! And then just kind of scampers <laughs> back down the stairs. Um, by the way, before you go, the flail, yes. are you holding it or are you going to... Um, I guess I'll take a look at it uh, as we're walking down the steps of the tower with... Erza, um. Yeah, Erza uh, assists in picking up the ball of it so that you guys can easily carry it and take a look at it without putting it in the bag. Uh, give me an arcana check. Okay. Or a history check, I suppose. That both mm. would work. I got a 15, whether it's arcana or history. Okay. Judging by the size and frosty power of this flail, you indeed identify that it is magical. And from your readings, you remember... You have heard rumors of some weapons that were forged as gifts from Anacra to the other dragon lords. And shout out to Ashley, actually, who in another campaign has this weapon. Mm. Blitzburn's blade is a great sword that has been was like made in honor of the blue dragon Blitzburn. So this flail seems to be Frigidus's flail. It is a sort of like powerful artifact. It's a plus two flail. Uh, has a 10-foot reach, and if you activate it with the command word, you can deal an extra 2d8 cold damage. Um, but to you either have to know the command word or essentially reattune to it and give I'll it a command it word. Gotcha. I think, well, first of all, this is super sick. I think that this might be f like a weapon kind of forged for Frigid's minions. I mean, it could be a really amazing bargaining chip, either for her or for Anacra. Yeah, I mean, something this powerful was in the hands of one of her generals. I imagine that he's not going to be received well without it, and considering it came directly from her horde, which means it's something hidden from Anacra, I imagine you're right. It's a pretty significant bargaining chip. We kind of need to come up with, like, a real plan before we're standing in front of a dragon. You guys continue having this conversation as um, Bickament leads you out of the tower. San Frodo and Gollum. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, and you guys essentially continue on the path past this tower to head where you imagine is towards the peak, hidden by the many clouds above you in this dark night sky. You can definitely take some time to plan and keep an eye out. I'll say, why don't you give me an initial perception or investigation check um and then you know you can talk out what you think the plan should be great this way 18 on my perception okay um and as you guys go along Erza um helps you stow the flail into your bag of holding mm -hmm. i agree i think that we can go if we can beat rhymeworm there 
then we can go in with like I, okay first draft of the plan is we have a bargaining chip we offer it right we defeated your general right and what are we hoping to get with the bargaining chip aside from not killed right not killed and also i mean the whole point of this is we're trying to get your hammer back from anacra right i mean i'm fine with skipping the whole frigidich thing if we're not gonna do that but if we're gonna do that then i feel like another dragon might be our best insight to another dragon does that that make sense perhaps we can use it as a bargaining chip for information information or maybe even i don't know i wish i knew anything about hey how are hey yes Ah, what how are what are the relations like between frigid and anacra right now are they have they been talking oh are they on or off god the drama (laughs) uh give me a persuasion check with advantage okay Thirteen. Thirteen. Well, as you might know, they were a bit of an item for a time, way right, back right. when the world was new. That's a sentence you don't hear often. <laughs> they were an item back when the world was, was new. new. They were the Frangelina of the Big Bang. <laughs> yes, they were the Frangelina of the Big Bang. Um, Scott, Scott, her name, but also Angelina. <laughs> we didn't really try to fuse it in the world. <laughs> That's actually just a canon phrase for a, 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 a very popular relationship. Yeah, yeah. A it's a Frangelina. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a classic orcish term that's been used throughout the Empire. I'm familiar. I'm familiar, too. Um, <laughs> well, you see. As they lead you through these, like, winding, icy paths, you guys are having to watch carefully, avoid little pitfalls and easy ways to slip down the mountainside. After things went sideways all those years ago, they kind of have kept to their separate spaces. Since Uh, the beginning of the world. Since the beginning of the world, yes. Okay, so it's been... They're on a long break. They're on a long break. He was very mean to her. He's very mean. He talked down to her. Mm-mm-mm. Bad man. Oh, the worst kind. Dragon man slain <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Stop laughing at me. Listen. <laughs> you. <laughs> I have very good... I, li- I sometimes have to bring her... We, a lot of times we have to bring her things to cheer her up because she has been very unhappy Aww. since then, yes. Um, he made her feel really bad about herself and she's not allowed to go anywhere except for her lair or he will find her and kill her. Wait... He doesn't let her leave? No, he says that if she leaves, then we have to tell him, and then she will be punished. It happened once before. Oh boy, it was bad. And what happened? Well, hmm, hmm, it, I wasn't alive. I'm like a month old, so I don't really know. That's okay. Yeah, but I heard about it. But it was bad. Bad. That's a red flag. I agree, but you know it's not my choice. Yeah. I am but a minion. Right. Yeah, and you can't tell someone to 
leave a toxic relationship. Yes, and it doesn't help, you know, as I, uh, the, the, the draconic pecking order per se. Right. White dragons and white kobolds as well. We are typically looked at as very ignorant and weak in comparison to our brethren. I don't think you're ignorant and weak. Oh, we are. <laughs> we really are. I know we don't look it, oh, but we are. I'm not going to fight you on it. Yeah, um, truly, I'm not going to fight you on it. <laughs> I'll let him race ahead a little bit and <laughs> skipping through this. Let snow. me go check. There's a trap up ahead. Let me disarm it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Runs ahead. <laughs> this was good. This is a good idea. Um, I to. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like, this is a, a woman who could need our help. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm gonna fully level with you. I don't think that she's still a good person, so to speak. But I agree that this is fucked up, and definitely she deserves you know, better. I just think that we could probably. I, this might be easier than I was thinking it was gonna be. I think that if we phrase it right, we could convince her right. of something. But I do think that. Here's the thing, right. um, and you know the, Bigger Mount is far enough mm-hmm. in the distance, not here. The reality is. If we do not convince her, we're going to have to fight her. Well, listen, uh, what I was saying before to Rhyme Worm about there having been a robbery from Anacris Horde. Right. I was a little confused when you started that. I was going to roll with it and let you tell me later. Right. Yeah, remember how that thing where I was kind of keeping it to, like, necessary info to, you know, protect you slash not endanger you. Right. You I'm gave s- me just the bullet points of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I'm losing Connect. ground on that. Yeah, that's sure. fine. I mean, at this point, I'm p- they're all after me, too. Until we get out of here, they're after me. And I will tell her um, about how I initially was hired on a job to retrieve an artifact from a crime organization and how I ultimately found out that it was something that was stolen from Anacris Horde. Do you... What was it? Do you know what the artifact was? It was... uh, It was another kind of ancestral heirloom. A lot of those these days, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And it belonged to uh, Aletheia, the honest, right? Yes. A gold dragon who was killed by Anacra. I'm roll a history check for Erza. 19. An artifact from Aletheia. Whew. And as she's kind of like digesting that, you see the kobold scampers around. I finished! What are we talking about? Nothing. Why does everyone look incredibly guilty? No, we're walking. Thank you for the trap thing. Give me a deception check with advantage. Okay. 15. 15 is enough. Okay, good enough to me. And turns. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Um, you guys walk for a few hours. Charm person wears off and the kobold doesn't like stop or freeze. Like, you know when the, the spell ends. Okay. And as the hour ends, he watches the kobold just keeps walking cheerfully forward. And you get the impression that kobolds are just very changeable creatures. And that <laughs> maybe if you encounter an issue where they are threatened, they're going to change their mind again. Right. But as of right now, they're like, I'm Content safe and happy. This. this is fine. So listen, Erta, what if, like, the angle is we show up and we're like, you're top lieutenant general whatever that you sent to stop us has failed allow me to go in your place i'm already wielding his weapon 
isn't it time that you finally come out, stretch your wings out from underneath Anacra's thumb? This is not a bad pitch. I think that all we need to plan for is, in failure, our exit plan. Right. So, I can cast Featherfall if we want to I... leap from the edge of everything. Okay. I have it, but not stocked. That's okay. I can. That'll it'll work on both of us, and that'll at least buy us a way down. That being said... She can fly. She can fly. So, mm-hmm. you know, but just in case we're like, where do we go? We're going to fall. We want, Falling right. isn't an issue too much for us, at least. The other thing is, um, you know, I have a couple of things that I'm willing to divest myself of, but I'm really worried that she's going to focus in on the shard. So maybe, um, shard, how would you feel about hiding if there was someone who wanted to, you know, hold on to you and keep you trapped forever? Like, way more than I do. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Remember what I was talking about being boring, boring. in a dragon's yeah, court? Yeah, you probably yeah. get other stuff piled on top of you eventually. She'd be really mm-hmm. excited about you at first, but mm-hmm. then it would probably just be you laying somewhere asleep mm-hmm. for, like, millennia. I did that. Thirteen. Thirteen. The shard kind of molds it over. Listen, I can be really, really helpful. I'll be in your jacket for now, but if things go haywire, oh, well, I'm gonna freaking go in. We definitely might shit. need you for sure. Just mm-hmm. saying, we're going in there, gonna try to just be like, look, let me be your general. Let me go on, so that she's not like, give me stuff. Mm, that's I. That makes sense. Oh wait, you know what I just realized? If you send me in, maybe I could like pretend and then teleport out or something too. I can try that. I'm good at these things. Remember, I cast those spells and they worked. They did work, but what if it doesn't work and then I lose you forever? What if you could make, like, another gem? Could you try to make another gem? Could you try to make something that looks like you? Like a physical thing? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I, I know there's kind of, like, uh... Well, I'm, maybe she has a discerning eye. I'm sure she's got a jeweler on tap, you know? Yes, I'm actually the jeweler. You oh, see, great. <laughs> the glitch comes over. <laughs> Good, then you can uh, pledge the veracity of this. Then. Yes, she will definitely like what this creature that's floating above me. Okay, so maybe if you could make like a facsimile of yourself, like a clone. That's a spell, right? Clone. No, not the clone spell. That spell, Roll I don't know a it. Roll d20. Erza, isn't it a dwarven spell? The one that you can replicate a jewel and it's useless, but it looks like it? Um, I think that's something our clerics can do, If, but I don't know if that's a, just a regular dwarf spell. No, not you, the shard. <laughs> uh, 18. The shard puts hands on itself and rips itself in twain and then... <laughs> Fills in, and there is now a second shard, but it is essentially just, like, inert. Inert, okay. Wow! You did it! (laughs) I did it! Holy shit! Wow! Right. High five! Just, like, ting, like, hits the thing. (laughs) This is the start of a plan. Okay. You see that Bikament has been kind of standing not far away watching all this, but is not necessarily... I'm going to roll an intelligence check um, to see how much... Bikament is picking up. That is a natural nine. Minus one is eight. Bikament is nodding. Nice! Two gems! Yes, we will give her two gems. She's mm. going to love it. Yes! All right, this way! Um, you guys continue on, and you feel like 
you're getting pretty close now. Though most of your surroundings are incredibly dark, and it is nearing probably midnight by your guess, um, you still kind of see looming ahead of you the inevitable rise of the path you know leading up to wherever she is hiding. Okay, now I need you to roll. That first check was enough to get you guys past. Give me another perception check. This is for the second half. Or investigation. I will go perception since I get advantage. <laughs> Not a bad. Yeah, it's, it's a gamble. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20 and a 19. The second half goes according to plan. You guys manage to continue to navigate a few times. You have bickerman to like run ahead and dismantle a few traps but thanks to your keen eye and nicely done Bickerman's little memory <laughs> you uh managed to get all the way through you're welcome um now i need you to roll rhymeworm was ahead of you mm-hmm. he had gone ahead start we are gonna just roll give me a luck check and see if you were able to catch up with him or see so if he managed to get ahead yeah. traps. eight Trudging through the blizzard, you feel colder than you've ever felt. Thick snow swirls around you, and the clouds are so close and surrounding and freezing around you right now that it is like near blinding. It's a chilling fog. Thick blue white ice coats most of the mountains here, and the path that was clear cut through the stone here is now frosted and cracked by the temperature. The path leads forward along the cliffside before winding upwards towards a much larger peak fully obscured by the blizzard. Creeping forward, you work hard not to lose your balance and slip into the abyss below you, occasionally having to steady yourself on Erza and her on you. Pushing on against these sub-zero temperatures, you walk and walk and walk and walk until you see something ahead of you. A wall of ice that completely coats the peak of this mountain, stretching far, far above you, and with the shard's dim light, you see that it is a dark blue and white. This kind of, like, thick, long-frozen ice completely coats this entire side. Bickerman walks up to him and goes, Yes, this is the part where I usually get thrown up to the top, and gestures up, and you can give me a perception check to see if you can see through where they are pointing. 17. 17. Squinting through the snow and ice, you do see something at the end of your vision, near hidden by the clouds, an opening. Probably 20 or so feet wide, blocked by jagged teeth-like icicles. It is a hole in the side of this mountain that you have no idea how you're going to get to, necessarily. Uh, Erza looks to you and looks around. Well, I don't see... Rhymeworm, so either he beat us here or he fell off the edge. Do I see any like tracks or anything like that? Give me a survival check. Oh, another nat two. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, this one was another roll from 20 to 2 mm-hmm, moment. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Um, you look around, honestly, a good idea, but there's it's just. The wind, in, is the wind is so tracks. powerful right now. Yeah, and it's a blizzard. So, like, you look around, could have been through here, maybe not. It's very possible that you guys moved with enough haste that you made the way, and perhaps Rhymeworm had to take a different route, or, you know, maybe Erza's right. Maybe he did fall. Well, how are you with a baton, I guess? How many feet up does that hole look? Uh, it looks about 60 feet up. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I'm certainly capable of climbing. It's something I would consider myself good at. Uh, this does look like 
Very difficult. Treacherous. Treacherous slope. As fuck. There's no way... I wonder if... Shard, there's no way for you to, like, um, shape water and, like, put stairs inside of this, is there? Mmm, it's a big task. It is. But it's shape water. It is a cantrip, so he can do it without having to roll. Um, you choose an area of water that you can see within range and fits within a five-foot cube. You manipulate it in one of the following ways. You move or change direction of the flow. You can cause the water to form simple shapes and animate at your direction. The change lasts for one hour. You can change the water's color or opacity. The water must be changed the same way throughout. Um, you can freeze the water, providing there are no creatures in it. The water unfreezes in one hour. This is a weird moment where it isn't move or shape ice. It's only right. refer and like yes, ice is frozen water, but it specifies you freeze the water. It doesn't specify being able if to unfreeze, unfreeze the water. water. So you know what? I will have a d20 check on this. Okay. It is just it. We're just just give me a flat luck check. Okay. Eleven or higher means that they can do you this. You can like reverse engineer it into create water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eight. Eight. I get to roll on the table. It's again. working. It's working. I can do it. Puts these little glassy hands to the, the ice and begins to kind of move it around. And you see, at first, it is becoming malleable. It mm -hmm. is kind of slowly but surely being shaped into stairs. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. 287. There is a wave of energy that goes out. <laughs> but nothing seems to happen. <sighs> Shit. I'm really sorry, guys. I no, thought I had okay. it. You always do something. So it might help us later. Thanks. I'm pretty sure before when I slipped, you might have changed fate. I, you know, I, I mean, I definitely meant to do that. So yeah, you're welcome. Makes sense. And um, it was a great plan. I'm glad I did it. Lead the way, Bickament, uh, and looks at Bickament who goes, normally I'm just thrown up there. Again, I they can- They throw you 60 feet? What do they put you in a fucking catapult? Yes. Where's the catapult? Well, usually it's brought. We left it back at the tower. We take it apart to carry you it. You didn't fucking mention a catapult. No, no, I didn't, but I, I didn't You were supposed no. to lead us, I, you and said you lead. forgot about... My lad. No, all right. I did, I did. No, I'm not upset. It's a look so fucking mad. <laughs> oh. He forgot, he forgot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. It's not very noble-like to lose your shit over a tiny little kobold. I mean, okay. Is that hole that I see, it doesn't look like there is a hole in the ice revealing a tunnel on the side of the mountain, or does it look like the whole fucking thing is made of ice and the hole that is in the ice is the hole that's in the mountain? Because I'm wondering if I could burn, if I could melt it with a chromatic orb and, like, just put a hole in down here, essentially. Hmm, I think that, give, give me a, maybe either a nature, no. Yeah, give me a nature survival or, I guess, arcana check. 13 nature. Okay, you look at this ice and you see that it is incredibly solid. And to kind of look closely, you kind of analyze the ice leading up to it, the path that you walked on that is essentially cut into these mountains. There is a, a rocky mountain underneath this. Mm -hmm. So, like, you would imagine that that hole that's 60 feet above you, that it's literally, it, like, is a hole into the mountain. It's a cavern that might be kind of hidden. And, you know, it, it looks like a, honestly, it looks like a dragon's head, the opening. Because it's gotcha. like an icy sort of maw that mm -hmm. you imagine that is definitely the entrance. And 
perhaps soul exit, though you're not sure. You imagine that Frigidich might have a back entrance. I... we might be climbing. All right. Well, um, you see Erza kind of pat, like pulls out her equipment. Um, I'm just going to check to see if she has any spells that will be useful here. She I has Featherfall. I really didn't have the spells for this stocked. If we had slept... Oh, would I have spells for this encounter, but... I, we wanted to outrun, you know? It's not... Nobody's fault. We want to, we of didn't course, give a chance. For sure. Just um, had got a lot of stuff like detect thoughts and knock. Those aren't really helpful. Those yeah. are... Well, detect thoughts, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so this is incredibly difficult. I need you... Give me a description of how you would like to handle this. It's a 60-foot incline straight up. Right. Um, you definitely have over like a hundred feet of hemp and rope between the two of you you definitely have pythons you guys are all stocked up for climbing okay here's how it's going we're climbing up one after the other we've got a rope that connects the two of us so that i'm gonna go first erza oh wait no erza's gonna go first i'm gonna go second so that way if erza falls i can maybe try and like snag onto the rope or something and like buy her a second i am slamming a baton into the ice wall and then taking a chisel and trying to like dig out a little groove every time I move up so that the person behind me has a little indent to put their foot in. Okay. So I'm like as I'm going, I'm like cre- chiseling out little footholds. Yeah. I'm going to just give me one athletics check. Okay. Um, it will determine how successful you do this. Essentially, you're going to be using a few pythons throughout this to kind of create a way to hold the rope and then a place for people to put their foot in to climb up. Right. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. It takes a little time, but as you guys make your way, you begin to climb up slow and steady, trying not to make too much of an impact as you make your way in these blizzarding conditions, pitch black around you. Um, you hear the whisper of Bickament from uh, essentially in between the two of you. Um, I don't know if you guys tied them oh, to the rope, but... I think, you know, he'll just go on my back. Okay, Bickament looks is like, oh, we should I... Just a little more, we're almost there. This has been so fun, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can I look back and see if they have an evil glint in their eyes? Yeah, give me an insight check. <laughs> All right. Uh... 14. 14. I think that you're gathering this at this point. Kobolds, in general, at least how they have been, you know, raised by these dragon lords, mm-hmm. are not necessarily very bright and they're not necessarily very, like, emotionally stable. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're very much just like, eager, like, definitely if you fell, would find it funny. Okay. But. I can see that he's <laughs> laughing a little bit, picturing it. <laughs> picturing it, fall. Stop picturing it. Like, it is funny. You would fall too. You're I, literally oh, on my back. Oh, you and you recognize like I think in saying that is what triggers this. That <laughs> self-preservation is the true heart Stop of this creature. Stop laughing at the idea of us oh, falling because oh, you would he, fall too. Oh, he is so hard to not laugh now. <laughs> No, you're scared. Focus on being scared. But you know when you're afraid and you also laugh. It's scary, but also funny. Still, Uh, watch him. Stilton is doing the like the (laughs) marine two eyes to two eyes thing. Stilton really doesn't like the kobold. (laughs) Like literally mentally messaging you. Like I was with Erza. We should have thrown this fucker off the tower. Not a permanent addition to the party. It really feels like I'm being replaced these days. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you guys make your way up, and in a matter of time, you do get to the top. You approach 
the outside of this tunnel, these massive ch chunks of ice that literally look like the maw of a dragon pulling yourself up. You almost cut yourself on it, and you see that, indeed, there is some like blood stains here probably from people who maybe tried to escape or climbers who came up and maybe cut their hands wouldn't be the first time people have visited this cavern but it may have been their last time if they did right. um you kind of haul yourself up in erza and helping you in uh, the two of you kind of now stand inside this frigid cavern the inside brings no relief from the dreadful conditions outside. Though there is no wind, the temperature is somehow colder in here. It occurs to you that some of these walls may actually just be solid ice. Perhaps there is a rock base, but in general, this cavern has been created and shaped, kind of, you know, I mean, this peak probably, if there were no clouds around it, would look like a very perfect, like, conical kind of mm -hmm. mountain something that wouldn't look real and you would know that it's because frigid has essentially made this peak at the top mm -hmm. here um but you would have not been able to burn your way through you gather that okay. uh, no <laughs> offense but um anacra's kind of tunnels have like a lava beach so that's just a lot more comfortable she don't say those things in here she might hear you as you kind of step in uh you see that there are scratched on the inside of these walls uh more graffiti similar in style to like the teasing writings of the kobold so you imagine it was done by their hand um and it's been like kind of scattered throughout the space like carved into the ice and onto the stone walls it looks like it's probably in draconic based on the fact that you don't understand it but it does hey. look like a language what do these say? Oh, they're just some, they're just some nice words, some like words of encouragement. Great, for her. read them. That one says, "You're pretty and you don't need him." And then that one says, <laughs> "That one says you have beautiful, beautiful white scales and blue eyes that are bright as the sky. You are ferocious as, as the frost that can kill a man." Uh, you know, those kind of things. Can you do one for me? You want me to write on her sacred wall? It, it's all graffitied up with words of encouragement. I want to write more words of encouragement. Oh, yeah. What would you like, like to I want write? to sign the yearbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're what here. You, okay, yeah. What do you want to write? Um, do you want it in Draconic? Yeah, you, no, that's why I'm asking you. Good, I could I only write know otherwise. How to write um, by the way, really awesome that you speak more than one language. It's very impressive. Thank you. Being bilingual is essential to British <laughs> core curriculum. Um, I want you to write, you're a frigid bitch, and I mean that in a good way, girlfriend. Oh, following the tradition of many others. And you do see as he finishes <laughs> writing, there are several others in the space that are like, you frigid bitch. <laughs> It's good to pay tribute. It's a play on words. So I like I'm it. I very like good. <laughs> um, so you see that this um, this actual space is about 120 feet long. It's a very large cavern that you're in. And okay. there are some naturally forming stalactites and stalagmites. But you also see massive icicles and jagged blasts of ice that kind of have shaped and given the space some whatever you would call decor. decor. <laughs> you see that there is... Between you and the essentially wall that is opposite you, which is literally a solid wall of like jagged ice. It looks like it, like almost like as if a waterfall had been flash frozen in place. Right. This whole, the end of this cavern is completely blocked by it. Um, and you see approaching it, 
not really approaching because they're not moving, are a number of statues kind of positioned between you and field them. Field of statues. Exactly, like a field of statues. How many, how many statues about? Looking through this uh, field of statues, you see it's about 10 or so victims. Um, some of them look to be just these, you know, they're these pale blue statues of unlucky dragonborn or unlucky kobolds who may be... Where, you know, some of them are, like, kneeling before her. Just essentially just pissed her off. off And she fucking just let them have it. But then you see there are a number of others that are, like, you see some Balderheim dwarves. You see some Golden Fist humans. Literally what looks like raiders who must have, like, found this place. Either were trying to identify what it was and got caught doing it. Or were trying to steal slash, you know, trap her in some way. Mm -hmm. And while they tried to flee, they were unfortunately frozen where they stood. Hey, what freezes these guys? Um, the glorious frigidage, of okay, course. So yes. it's not it's not like a trap here. No, no. I helped you with the traps. Why Thank would you. I trap you? Just making sure it's not a final trap that you're about to reveal, by the way, this is the final trap. By the way, this is not a trap. No. Okay. Okay. Um it's uh gripping her hammer suspiciously. I guess I want to look at the any of the golden fist humans and see if like looking at kind of their, looking at what they're wearing, see if it's like current day outfitting yeah. or if it seems like they're here from like the past. Yeah, you approach and see this frozen statue and kind of look them over. There's mm-hmm. like a few inches of ice between you and them. I'm looking to see if it's shoulder padded or not. Um, <laughs> the outfits are shoulder padded, which means it's modern. Uh, oh, okay. Like these guys probably. <laughs> those are really in. <laughs> yeah, those are really in right now. Um, that probably within the last few months you would say it doesn't i mean you haven't heard any reports of like Mm -hmm. a mission being sent here so clearly it wasn't that long ago and Mm -hmm. it didn't go well so um but yeah you see that pretty much all of these folks are frozen in place all wearing their things but as you kind of like move through the space and begin to inspect further you do see a few more statues that you hadn't at first some of them looked like they were just feet and you realize that it looks like They must have been bitten from there up Uh, and eaten as if something just tore them in half for where they stood. You know, why freeze the feet at that point? Well, the thing is, she prefers her food cold, you know. She likes to freeze it first and then eat it. Got it. Yes. so Like a frozen dinner. It's like the reverse of what you, you know, humanoids do when you cook. She freezes it and then eats it. Delicious. It's wonderful. Everything's ice cream here. So happy for her. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Horrified. <laughs> She's like inspecting these like Balderheim dwarves. It looks terrible. <laughs> um, so what would you like to do? You have a moment here. So you don't see Rhymeworm. You don't see Frigidich. What do you want to do? I mean, you said that there's a frozen wall in front of me. Yeah. If you, go, if you walk the entire length of this cavern, passing by all of the statues, you approach this massive frozen wall kind of take a look at it take a look yeah give me uh investigation or perception check 14 you approach and look at this wall kind of squint this one looks very similar to kind of that blue ice you might have seen in like pictures of iceland and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's crystal clear it it, the only reason you can even see through the other side is because it is just like so dense you imagine that there's just not enough light as you look at it it kind of occurs to you that it's not in the same 
it's not dark in the same way as like the ice you saw from the outside where you were like oh there's some rock deep underneath that you're like this is thick as fuck ice but as you kind of take a step back from inspecting it and you look at the way it's jaggedly formed Mm -hmm. here you imagine that what happens is that frigidich freezes and unfreezes this wall using her dragon's breath so she'll like like and you look around you see that there are other chunks of ice in this room you imagine that perhaps whenever she breaks it apart she it like shatters and she can like come through and do what she needs to do and then she'll use her breath to kind of reform it and freeze it up again i mean should we just try and break through it um well there is there is another way in but you're much too big it's only meant for my kind oh well what is it well, it's, 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 um, and he kind of scampers along the wall to the very, very edge. And you see that there is like behind this rock pushes it aside. There is this little hole that looks about kobold size that seems to kind of loop around kind of essentially you would imagine. And I guess give me a history check to see if you can learn a little bit more from this, but you would imagine that though Frigidich is isolated, there are, you know, if people need to contact her, she gives them a way in. Right. I rolled an eight. Okay. With an eight, you don't know much about the lair to know if there are any other ways in that are, like, big enough for people like you or Rhyme Worm. So you're not sure mm-hmm. what that situation is. But you are sure that this little tunnel could lead into the larger chamber. Well, I mean, one option, Erza, is that we send... Stilton and the student, huh? and they go, uh, you know, tell Fridrich that we're here, and she comes out, and we just straight up talk to her. Uh, it might be kind of more polite than breaking our way into her fortress. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I feel like if we just break down the wall, Gorbachev style, then she'll we'll. Come. Yeah, she'll yeah. definitely be mad first. And also, we're near an exit here right now. If we need to kind of ditch and jump out and cast Featherfall, we could just. We have, yeah, I mean, it's, and she looks back, you know, 120 feet towards the mall. She's like, we'd be able to get out if we have enough time, you know, if there's, yeah. I imagine. Maybe we wait for her, like, halfway down the tunnel. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Stand next to your frozen ancestors. Uh, you see, um, she casts a look back towards them and a, a kind of renewed fury glints in her blue eyes. Right. And she looks at this little kobold. Just remember the long plan. Right, the long plan. Okay, um, and you see the shard goes, um, and peeks out from inside your jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, I could, uh, if you want, I could try and like shrink us all down or something, or I could blow a hole in the wall. Um, or teleport us on the other side. You see the shard start to get excited, like crawling out of your coat, and like starts floating towards the wall and tapping uh, on it. Uh, okay, or you could do what we previously talked about, which is sting hidden and just having your little clone out just in case you know she were to steal you and keep you forever i mean you could try and you could try and shrink us really tiny if you want but how are we going to untinyfy ourselves i would do the same Listen, Atticus is really useless and points to the <laughs> the clone of the shard that is just essentially a, like, doll of the shard. Can't even do any of the sick shit I, I can do. Why would... I, I, fine, fine, you know what? I, I, I won't do it unless you want me to. If you want, I can try and shrink us. If you don't, then I will go back in the jacket. 
Listen, I think it's a fun idea. I'm just like, really does it behoove us at all to go deeper into this dragon's lair? Or should we kind of just pop our heads in, say hi, have a chat, and then if we need, if we get the vibe that she's not up for visitors, we're real close to where we could leave. Whereas, you know, if we get in there and then maybe we become big again and then you have to try to make a small again. And then it's like, what if you can't make a small again? Then we're trapped in there. Okay, what I'm reading here is that I, I know that it's going to require me to do another thing. I know that it would be on me and that I am not always successful, but I have been successful. So, you know, I just, you know, I won't do it now, but let know that it's there. Know that it's there. Know that it's there. Thank uh, you. And again, <laughs> I want to reiterate how much you helped us during the fight. You did great. Yeah, you did really great. And if, listen, if all goes to shit, we'll see what happens. Maybe being tiny would help us get away from her. It's possible, you know. I mean, here's the thing. Before we send in Bickerment, mm -hmm. we need to decide, are we just sending in to, like, check in and be like, hey, you have visitors. Do you want to take them? Do you want to see them? Or do you, like, not want to see them? Or are we, like, sending in Bickerment with the fake rock to kind of, you know... Like, is this... Are we putting all our eggs in this first basket? Or is it more No, of a, I think let's send him in, let her know that someone's at the door... And uh, there was like a bit of uh, an event at the tower if she hadn't heard already. And there's someone here who might want to talk to her who has something of hers uh, and has, of course, come bearing a customary gift. And, you know, let's just start it off real, real kind of neighborly like. I, right, that makes sense. Okay, do you got all that? Uh, and turns towards Bickamint, who is just staring up at the two of you. And you see that uh, Stilton is on your shoulder, staring down b bloody murder in his <laughs> eyes. Yes, that makes sense to me. So me and this little meal morsel are going to go in and talk and say that you are here to bring gifts? Yes, basically you're going to go in, ring the doorbell. Okay. Let her know that she needs to come sign for a package, okay? Bing bong! Bing uh, bong! Puts a hand up uh, <laughs> and still in leaps down uh, onto him. And you see that Stilton's claws do come out. It's <laughs> <laughs> just holding in. Sorry, to, like, I don't trim them at all, ever. As Stilton and this kobold begin to make their way into the tunnel. One reliable, one maybe unreliable creatures. I will warg into Stilton. Okay. You, Hold on, Erza. Erza goes, what? And you I'm put making a, a call. On your shoulder. Uh, your eyes roll back in your head. Um, and through Stilton, you and this kobold kind of crawl through this icy tunnel, heading towards Frigidich's lair. And that is where we're going to end our session today. Thank God, because I really got to think about what I'm going to say to this frigid bitch. I am fucking pumped right now. <laughs> I, um, you know, peek, peek into our lives. Um, we delayed recording a little bit this week. And so I've had two full days to plan oh, this session. Boy. So Should am, never give you two full days. I am very, very ready. <laughs> I need to be like, no, well, let's record now. Now. Well, to me, I'll say right, nothing that I did was not already prepared, but I am, I was pre very prepared for if you got to Frigidich mm. today. So we will see. Mm. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to become an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. And follow us on all the things at try not to die pod, Twitter, Instagram, all the things. Um, you can also apparently if you, I think you have to listen to a full episode first before you unlock the option, but supposedly you can leave reviews on Spotify now. Oh, so okay. So if you haven't already left us, you know, a review, if you discovered that feature by yourself, 
please go do it. Please and do. And on Apple, please, if you can. Yes, please drop a review. Um, You know, this is coming out probably in like late March, I feel like, based mm-hmm. on the timing. It's currently February oh, man, here in the past. It's almost spring. It's almost spring. So I guess, you know, I hope that you all have made it through the winter safely um, and that your spring is nice and warm and pleasant and not mucky and terrible like it is so And often. to people in the other hemisphere, suck it. We're not talking to you. <laughs> Enjoy Halloween, nerds. <laughs> um, right? Because it works based on season yeah, and not by the date, sure. right? That's all right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Until next time, try not to die. All hail our eldritch patrons, especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Elana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Page, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Brandstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. Thank you.